This is the Big Nick Energy Podcast. And welcome to another edition of the Big Nick Energy Podcast. First off, check out our sponsors. We got a new one, Brothers Ravioli, who just opened a new location, 158-14, Cross Bay Boulevard in Howard Beach, Queens, New York, home of the big-ass sub. And check out our sponsor, Empire Original Designs, at jointheempire.com. The East Coast number one challenge coin manufacturer, home of challenge coins, lapels, pins, patches, keychains, bottle openers, and more. Mention our podcast, Big Nick Energy V, email for 5% off purchases. Once again, that's at jointheempire.com. The deli is going to be fantastic, by the way. Make sure you go to the Brothers Ravioli. We love it. And Angie's going to love it. And we have the same haircut. And you're going to eat some big-ass subs. They got some chicken tenders inside, some mozzarella. You can throw a chicken parm on top of the chicken tenders. Throw some pasta inside the sub. You close it together. You eat that shit. It's on Instagram. Check it out. Bert, how you doing today, man? I'm your host, Joe Yoke. That's General Commander Bert. And I am hyped for the Knicks to be mediocre again. I can feel how hyped you are, Joe, and I'm excited as well. Maybe not as excited as you. I'm a little nervous <laughs> about Kemba Walker not playing. I'm a little nervous about what Thibodeau is going to do. I feel I have the feeling he's going to be even more stubborn now because he's had a, had a week to look at everybody's Twitter and burp, burp, everybody burp. talking. We have plenty of time to talk about all the negative. Oh, we got to win over the weekend, man. Oh, Obi Toppin I see, I see. All right. beat Juan Toscano-Anderson in a total repeat of the most thrilling NBA dunk contest of our lifetime, Zach Levine and Aaron Gordon in 2016. The same type of hype, the same type of dramatics. They were doing crazy stuff. I mean, I mean no one really thought that. But yeah, Obi-Wan, baby, no, no, that's I what matters. Think that his, the first dunk Obi did was better than all the other guys' dunks that they did for the entire night. That left-handed, behind-the-back, dunking yep. over someone, sick. Absolutely sick. I so, think his problem was he made it too easy. He made it look too easy. Maybe. He didn't struggle at all. Like, the second no. dunk, he didn't – like, he barely grazed the rim and got it in, but he still made it look pretty easy. That was his first attempt. So, you're definitely right about that. He was maybe, you know – just I think it it's odd that they actually judge based on whether you slam at home or not. Because, like, if Ooh. you, like, they do, like, between the legs behind the back while spinning and he barely got it in, like, that's, that's still amazing. It's still amazing. But it's a, it's a slam dunk, though. That's the whole, uh, that's the whole idea. So yeah, you, you got to, you know, you got to take at least one or two points. I think I took, I gave it a nine instead of a, I would have gave it a 10. If he slammed it on that second dunk, oh, yeah, for easy sure. 10. But I was giving him tens all night, so I was trying to be, you know, a little unbiased. But of course, I can't. I mean, it's Obi Toppin. He, the dude's an amazing dunker. He is. And also, if you were giving him tens all night, that means you were giving him more points than Thibodeau gives him minutes. So, ooh. <laughs> ooh. All right. And with that dig, <laughs> let's get into the negativity. <laughs> yeah. That's all right. Good. So that's yeah, good. we're benching Campbell Walker apparently. Uh, I know you're about to get into that. What did, why do you feel like that's not going to be a good thing overall? Cause I kind of feel like he's been washed for most of the year. Yeah. Okay. No, no. I think, I think the fact that he's benching himself is fine. I thought it was fine when Thibodeau benched him. He wasn't playing well. He didn't look conditioned. He wasn't, you know, he would have one, maybe an all right night. And then the next night just be just a liability. And if yeah. he's not scoring and that's the whole thing, when we brought him in, if he's not scoring, what is he in for? There's no point. So, cause his defense is just that bad. 
and it, it's just gotten worse. So I'm like completely okay with him, you know, missing out on the minutes and letting somebody else come in. So that's really what I'm worried about with Thibodeau is just what is he going to do? Because now Rose I wanted to clean. ask you, I'm going to, I'm going to pose the yeah. two part at question. I love asking you, what do you want Thibodeau to do? And what do you think he's going to do? Oh God. Okay. So what do I want him to do? Oh God. I can't, my basketball sense is going to go bald before you actually get a good answer from him though. <laughs> it's completely split right now between you're right. What I want to happen, what I know is going to happen. So we know Burks is getting the minutes, right? We know Burks is getting those minutes as starting point guard. That's what he's already said. Right. Without Derek Rose, it's going to be Burks. So I think he might start Burks when Rose comes back just because he insists on Rose coming off the bench. Well, he already said in that presser too, that, Oh, Rose, Rose, OB, IQ were a really good lineup that worked really well off the bench. But he said with Burks, it was Burks, Rose, OB and IQ. Right. Right. So you're, but if he does what he says though, and plays Burks as the point guard, I am, I, I'm as a fan, I feel devastated as, as someone who wants to see more trust in IQ, even through his slump, even through, you know, his bad play recently, we're not winning anyway, right now, the way I know plus minus doesn't really show the whole story almost Uh, ever, but why is it that whenever IQ is out there, even when he's shooting poorly, his plus minus is better than most of the teams including Alec Burks. I don't, I don't get how he doesn't see that. Some of it though, for that plus minus is because of the minutes that IQ does get when he's not playing well, like you said, if he's not shooting well, he's only going to pull immediately. He is almost going to play almost like garbage time. Almost, you know, where he comes in at the end of the quarter to close out against the bench. He's going to come in the beginning of the fourth to start against the bench. And then he gets like maybe eight points on inefficient shooting and his plus minus goes up. And oftentimes we see that bench unit with Obi top and with IQ getting a little run. And then Burks comes in and then RJ and Randall come back. And then, and then the other team starters come back. And that's what really, I think kind of skews your plus minus worse than, uh, than being able to trust it. So I, I see what you're saying though, Joe. And dude, there's even times when he shoots one for 10, but he actually has six assists. And it's like, he's the only yeah. person on our team outside of yeah. Randall that can do that. So that's kind of where I'm at too. It's like, I like the production I get from IQ, even when on his bad nights and even to- and Toppin as well. And Randall and a lot of our guys, I still think they deserve the minutes they're getting. And I'm not exactly looking for IQ to, to get 30 minutes a night. But if he starts and has that responsibility for the first five minutes of the game, I think that goes a really long way. And then two, that's getting him more runtime, more time at the point guard, which is a really hard thing to learn, especially in yeah, practice yeah. when it's not game game environment defense, when it's not you know people uh, really playing their hardest. It's guys you know how to beat. So you need to go against defenders who are going to play you honest and going to play you and make you work to get those points. And that's what IQ needs right now, because he's not, he's just not a point guard. He's not a point guard. His handle's not that good. And he makes questionable decisions at times when he makes those long bomb threes. We love it. Right. We want to see more of that. But when he gets a turnover late game, when he does a long three and misses it, you know, it makes him look a lot worse. And I think that's why people, especially Thibodeau are more trusting to the, to the veterans. So, cause Burks is not going to do that. Right. Burks usually no. can hang on to the ball. He can usually make the right decision and he can usually not make a crazy shot. So the thing is, you know, like with it. 
and especially in crunch time, it's like when guys play closer to each other, you need more wow plays, right? Like, you know, the yeah. article that I sent that was posted, like the, the Lamelo ball, Nikola Jokic, Darius Garland passes that like when it's crunch time, there's three, four minutes left and guys aren't open. You need to pass them open or you need to like find a way to throw a cross court pass around four bodies. And like IQ doesn't do that or IQ tries to do that and fails. Because he's, he's too short. He's too right. short. But Burks doesn't try it at all. And I think because Burks runs point guard at close and end of uh end of time crunch time games right now, without until Rose comes back in the next couple of days, hopefully, uh, hopefully, he doesn't try it at all, which means guys just get stuck doing ISO one on one. So I just haven't been unable That's to true. understand throughout the whole year why we've been forcing that down why why I've been doing it over and over again. It's literally like if it ain't broke, don't fix it. It's been broken the whole time, but you still just let it rock. Like I don't, I just don't understand. I do want to ask you though, why has Deuce McBride not even been giving a fucking chance? So that's I want to see him tonight. If we don't see him tonight against Miami, I don't if know. If he what gets we're doing. none of the Kemba minutes, he might not play the whole year, honestly. That's what I'm saying. I don't know why we're stashing a guy like that. And 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 so Thibodeau said it in his recent presser, right? Oh, if you give a guy minutes, you got to take minutes from somebody else. So now Kemba's out. Rose there is goes out. 24 minutes a game. I mean, just for those two guys. This so, goes into the question I wanted to ask you guys, actually. So what's that, seeing Kemba bench twice this year, do you think that we're heading towards a buyout? I actually don't think they, they're doing a buyout because they would have done it when they said that he wasn't playing anymore. I don't, obviously, we're not a part of the conversations between Leon Rose and Kemba Walker's agent. And then there Tom was Thibodeau a, literally said yesterday that he wasn't even a part of it. I think that Von Kemba would want to stay home, right? He's from the Bronx. Maybe he just wants to take time to recover by his house. There's a there's a report out that he doesn't that Kemba doesn't want the buyout. So he's not gonna play and he does not not gonna get bought out. So I think it's what you said. I mean, I think he was so he's, from the, part of the he's from the Bronx. He wants to be like yeah. a part of New York basketball culture. Yeah, I feel so like. I don't it's just right now, maybe he's just not able to play. And I think you know, going into all-star break with our record, the way we've been playing, it's like, it doesn't really matter if he plays or not, right? Like, it doesn't matter if he plays or not. So, so yeah, take the, take the time off. Take the time off. And then, and then this summer, if you're feeling better, you know, let's go. Next season's another season. Like, there's no reason he can't be a solid role player how Derrick Rose has been. Yeah. Limited minutes with a very specific role. And part of that role is helping the young guys get up to speed. And I love that because he is a phenomenal I think if, point guard. I think if Kemba was able to average eight points in 12 minutes a game At and least. like two assists, two assists, three assists while he's out there and like maybe do crunch time every once in a while, like every sure. very, very once in a while, I think that's really useful to an NBA team right now. Definitely. It's just like we can't have him out there for 30 minutes and get burned no. on defense 28 of the 30 minutes. That's why he's no. where he's at right now in his career. 100%, Joe. It's just been I rough. Do. I just can't believe that Deuce McBride hasn't been able to take any of these minutes out of this. I and, don't understand. But this is why, too, we're so we're so giddy to see this guy because he's been in the G League and he's been ripping it up. Like, he's been well above their level. So he is an NBA player, right? If he's doing that in the G League, he's an NBA player. Speaking so of G we, League and Westchester Knicks and stuff, did you see that Brandon Williams made his first NBA three-pointer last night against I the didn't. Warriors? Because the, the Trailblazers actually picked him up off the Westchester Knicks, uh, and he was killing it for us. And they showed a graphic that Steph Curry's career three-pointers and Brandon Williams being at one. It was That was honestly the funniest thing that I saw last night in all basketball. 
I did see so that, hilarious. That graphic was circulating a little bit on Reddit this morning. So I did it. I did end up seeing it, but I didn't see it live though. It was, yeah, no, I mean, he just made a three off of like a weird, like uh, deflection of the ball, but it was hey, like a hilarious it, graphic to say. And hey, five, on, on that years, topic, do you think that uh, Taj three pointers are a part of the game plan now or what? No, they're going to happen though. He gets two corner way. threes of the game to try. I mean, if he goes over two, yeah. one for two, it's whatever. But the way the game is, it's all driving kick. You got to like, eventually if you're driving and kicking and driving and kicking, you're going to work to your way to the, to the corner and it's going to be Obi Toppin, Randall, shoot. Mitch doesn't end up out there too often, but he ends up in the corner sometimes. Yeah, Ben, I was uh, saying this before you actually came on before when I was on with Bert, uh, that Isaiah Stewart, who is the center oh, yeah. for the Pistons and a big-ass dude who is basically like Kenneth Freed, but a little bit taller, you would never imagine this dude taking a three for any reason. And if he was on a Tom Thibodeau team and took a three, he would be benched immediately. I'm like thinking in my head, like, if Isaiah Stewart can just take a three or two every two or three games, like Mitchell Robinson should be able to take a three. There are plenty of dudes that shoot like 50% from the line that managed to shoot 30% from three. Not and even... while that's a terrible, a terrible numbers to take one or two every three games actually helps keep the defense that much more honest. Just a little bit. No, not even give him a chance to take a three. Just give him an offensive play. Like yeah. make a play for him. That's not an alley-oop or uh, offensive rebound. I mean, we watched them take who was off, who was it off the dribble a couple weeks ago. Come on, stop. He's, Dude, he's so we got one a year. All right, we got one. Dude, he's big. He's, he's big and lanky. I get it. He doesn't have a great handle, but like if you're a big dribbling against another big, bigs aren't naturally known to cover. Like it's you not, don't the issue, get steals as a big not, because you're not you're too big anyway. That's why you go for blocks. No, the issue is not the other big guy. The issue is a guard coming over and stealing it. And him not picking the ball up and making the exit pass, you know, out to a three point. And you know, Mitch is not going to be watching a guard. There's no exit pass. He's trying to yam. What do you mean? You get. Yeah. So that's what I mean. Get it. Get the ball as close to the basket as possible. There are 110 possessions in a game, give or take. I just want to see some more creativity every five of them. I'm not asking for shit. I'm not asking for Mitch to drive 20 times a game. But if we can get like a, a random Mitch drive once a game, if we can get some like, like Julius Randle being st- the pick guy in a pick and roll and actually set a pick once a game. Yeah. There's just Amari Stoudemire mid rangers. Remember how beautiful those were? Yeah, but they're yeah. not efficient yeah. though. I mean, all right. I guess there's some. There's some. We're not Demar Derozan out here, right? There's some credence <laughs> to it to say that the a lot of the championship teams over the last ten years do have a solid mid game and it can be utilized, even though it's not you know it's not the most efficient thing. But at the end of the day, you want efficiency. And Mitchell Robinson, like, I want him to be as efficient as possible because his defense is what we need him there for, not his offense. I mean, it's nice to have 15 points from him a night, and I think he has the capability to do that. But if Randall's going off with 40, it's like you need 15 from Mitch as well. It's like, is it worth giving him those three-pointers? Or is yeah, it but when Randall, have an actual shooter shoot them? But when Randall's going to take 28 shots and make less than half of them on a given yeah, well, night? that's the thing. If, you're, if, if, if your main guys are inefficient as well, I mean, there's no reason why you can't have Mitch shooting threes. Because at that point, it's all the same. You might as well at least try it. Right. But, I'm just saying this is like guys that are wide open, take an open shot here and there. I'm sure, not trying to say let's, let's Mitch fucking shoot with a hand. In his Listen, if it, it's another threat. And if he goes out to the three point line and people have to cover him, that opens up a big spot for Randall to go to. That's a big spot for RJ to go to. So I don't think it, it should be out of question. And you're right. I mean, if he can shoot them in practice, why can't he shoot them in games? Just try once in a while. I'm not saying to do it all the time. 
Um, I did want to bring up though, because about the whole Mitch thing, and like you've been, I know we've all been seeing it. The Demar Derozan could have been a Nick, blah 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 thing that's been going around yeah, Twitter yeah. since the All Star break. The, Demar Derozan. His number's been going down the past couple of years prior to this year. Two years ago, he had a good shooting year. Last year was a terrible shooting year. He was like, he went from like 24 on average, like five, six years ago, down to like 21, and his efficiencies were getting worse and worse. Also, and it never gets mentioned because he's now a mid range assassin. He literally leads right. the league in field goals and two pointers made. Right. His three point average has gone up over nine, 9% from last year to this year. Last year he was shooting point he was shooting 25.7%. This year he's shooting 35.3% from 3. And there's that's a result of two things. One, being in a system and being with a team that has other scorers like him, yeah. Levine and Vooch being out there most of the time he's playing. All three of those dudes can spread the floor. All three of those dudes are major offensive threats. Any of them can get 30 points in a game. Vooch can get 30 and 10. Oh, Levine yeah. can get 30, 15 and 10. DeMar can get 25, 20. 25, 15, and 10. Like they're all just capable of a triple double. It's great offense right there. Mm. The reason why I bring it up and that DeMar would not be doing this on this team is because our five does not shoot threes. So therefore, that spacing that he looks for in the the elbow game, the the high pick and roll shit, that ain't that does not exist on this team. DeMar DeRozan is not averaging 27 points on 52% shooting on this team. I can guarantee you that. So the fact that that's going around Twitter is driving me nuts right now. Yeah, people love the the what ifs, you know. They love they love looking back with hindsight and saying, "Oh, you know, we could have had Halliburton, we could have had Miles McBride, we could have had, you know, Demar Derozan." And it's just to me, it's like I, I don't. And then we have Miles McBride, and we don't plan. So <laughs> yeah, but it's like you can't. I don't know. You can't. You can't get so wrapped up with all oh, we should have done this and I wish we'd done that because. At the end of the day, like, I wish we drafted LeBron and Curry. Like, okay, like, that's, that's just, it, there's no point to me. And, it, and you're right. When you actually, you can't just plug and play DeMar DeRozan into what we have right now. It's just not going to work. If we had the spacing right now that the Chicago, Chicago Bulls have, we would actually be able to get those numbers from Randall because he is that type of, of a basketball player. But again, we struggle with spacing. We sp- struggle with ball movement. We have like no point guard. That- yeah, exactly. The two, the, the the very things Chicago has right now, Alex Caruso and Lonzo Ball, is exactly what we kind of are missing. You know, taller guys who can handle the ball, make the play, make a three pointer once in a while, and and a fast pace. And it's just like sometimes we just. Are I still think I want. I wish Lonzo Ball was on this team more than almost anyone ah, else. Stop. The passing would have been so drama, though. I ain't want all that drama. Dude, though. I mean, too, now bro. that now that I you've agree, watched bro. Lonzo and Lamelo both playing league, and his their dad has toned it down drastically. Like Lonzo got care. drafted, and then he was an asshole, whatever. But Lamelo, he doesn't say shit about. That's because Lamelo is in Charlotte, and there's and no Michael Jordan would beat that dude's ass exactly <laughs> for and and for the Chicago connection too. So yeah. so MJ's just like, don't say shit, don't say <laughs> anything to me. Yeah, I'm gonna yeah. take care of your sons unless you cross me. So I think if he was in New York with James Dolan as an owner, he would be mouthing off and he would Where be going to Steve- first take he, and NBA he, TV yeah, every day. Yeah, He'd Park be going Ave, to Stephen yeah. A. Tell me about your son. What's going on? He'd be like, my son is the greatest. And then they go and lose and we get all the sound bites and everybody, you know, memes it or whatever. And uh, I don't know, man. I, yeah, he's also, isn't he a high school coach? He probably chills more. Now. I think he just I'm got gonna, the excitement out. I'm going to say he's like one of the content curators for this brand. Huh. Having him would be a gold mine. I mean, yeah, okay. Fine. I love it. I would love it personally. 
I don't know, man. I'm not, I don't think. I mean, Ukraine is also a coal mining gold mine, but you don't see people saying we should, Russia should have invaded it. But I mean, money's money, you know? <laughs> I love bringing up shit that just makes Burke go, oh, damn, why'd you say political stuff? For the record, not cutting that out. And listeners, uh, back to basketball. <laughs> <laughs> Break. All right. Uh, yeah, no, I wish we had Alonzo Ball. I, their Martin Rosen court, also would have been cool. Their but on court just... production does not merit the off court drama nonsense that I think he's capable of. Even though I haven't seen it, I think he's clearly shown he's capable of doing some wild stuff. The shoes that like never got delivered. Or I know this is wild to say about a guy that's almost 60 years old, but maybe he matured. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> or maybe Michael Jordan leaned on him and told him, stop talking. Because I just drafted maybe your that son. too. Maybe he yeah. lost fifteen thousand so. dollars a hole in golf to Jordan, and was like, "I'll give you all your money back if you shut the fuck up." Either Do way, the ball they, kids have the same agent. I, I don't know. That's something worth looking into. Know. Maybe it's just a really good agent. He's like, "Listen, guy, your kids are worth millions. Shut your fucking mouth." Aren't they part of Clutch? Well, they, they were part of Clutch sports. They were trying not to get sued over those shoes too, not delivering the shoes. So, I think that was part of it. I mean, I ordered big baller brand shoes three years ago. I still haven't gotten them, and I paid like a grand. So I don't know. <laughs> size size twelve, you're gonna be out of luck. So yeah, no, I actually I'm a size ten and a half. It's the most at, most commonly male size shoe in the world. So I would never get those shoes. Never, <laughs> man. So I, and, and I'm thank God we're not getting either of the balls. Uh, I didn't want them. I was more of a Kyle Lowry fan. You're wild, man. I would love Lamelo Ball on our team. Lonzo's whatever. Lamelo Ball is the best. I want. Uh, I wanted Kyle Lowry before the season started. I thought he could be Same. a really good veteran presence. You know exactly what we're getting from Derek and from Kemba, but with more minutes and actually playing defense. So I was really, really with Kyle Lowry. But now we got nobody. So I don't know. <laughs> we have nobody. Hey, we have Evan Fournier who gets All right. points and then Listen, gives up points. I know points. you're a big Fournier fan, though. So I'm really glad that you brought because he has been playing. He's been really playing well. well. He's been our second or third. Well. He's been very second I, best player. I like Fournier. I like Fournier. Whatever. <laughs> Evan Fournier literally is just back in Orlando. He's like, I'm good and we still suck. I don't get it. Like, dude, you shouldn't be the one of the best players on the team. You should be the fifth best player on a team. No, nah, he could be third. You're the third. Kenny? No, Julius Randle could be third, second or third on a great team. R- Randall, RJ Fournier, if they're both getting 25 plus a night. Dude, the Knicks' problem is that their players one through ten are almost the same skill level. Well, yeah, that's that, I mean, that's, that's why we're average. That's, that's how you need problem. Over. <laughs> that's not everyone's problem. That's everyone's problem. Yeah, you need five guys who are elite. I mean, you need five guys who are. You need elite. like two guys that are elite. The NBA is actually, I feel like, in a downswing now since the Warrior nah, Super Team broke up. It's worse. Dude, most teams have two great guys. Most teams have two great guys again. It's not. It's not the three okay. anymore. The big three is kind of dead. Look at look at Miami for instance. We're playing them tonight. Kyle Lowry, Butler, J- Abadio, Adebayo. I think Dude, Lowry is not like great anymore. Duncan is Robinson's Robinson, a good, great is shooter, Rob- but is Robinson like a... shooting is Robinson shooting above average right now or no? Then he start the year cold. I think he's back over forty yeah, percent of the three, but he did. It started out pretty cold. But either way, like you just said, three the like the three best players are Lowry, Bam, and Butler. Right? Butler yeah, actually yeah. is like a top ten player in the NBA. Bam and Lowry aren't they're, no i mean they're not but they're, they're still both good. top 50. you wouldn't call them elite though is elite too much of a give i think i think you i think i try to save elite for what i imagine is the top 10 in the nba top 10, top 10 players are elite i, see, like, I say superstar top 10 
Super. I mean, and, but dude, they're like thinking this way. 30 people make the all-star team are 30 people elite. No. Oh yeah. 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 Definitely. Do you think they're a leader? I mean, we're, we're just going into semantics about what words mean right yeah, now. Yeah. Okay. So listen, <laughs> like, uh, so like Utah, same thing, Rudy Gobert, Donovan Mitchell, when they had Joe Ingles, when Joe Ingles was playing, I thought he was elite. As, yeah. As your shooter. version of elite versus what I well, mean like, as elite. Yeah. Cause I think you, you I can think, have a phenomenal skill, but no one major my skill thing. doesn't you can, make you. And that's the thing. I think one skill can make you an elite player. And if that skill is being tall and getting rebounds, you can be an elite player. It's just, you know, you have to find a role where that fits. No, I try to use the word elite as you're one of the 10 best players in the NBA. Elite, yeah, see, the best like is the best. Star. Like that yeah. superstar for me is to say Kevin Durant's a superstar, right? That dude's seven. You know what it is? I don't even use superstar as like a, a vocab word. Just oh, doesn't okay. Even, yeah, oh. yeah. So think of when I say elite, I mean your superstar. I, okay. All right. Eh. Um. Let's get into the the treacherous lineup we have ahead. You want me to re- rattle off all these games to you? Because you're way more optimistic than me. Miami, Philly, Philly. It gets it gets worse even. There's I think actually we got Golden State. Golden State. Yeah, no. read it, read it, read it. Here, I'm gonna go uh one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. I'll go nine games because the ninth yeah, game yeah. is at Brooklyn. Last yeah. time I played Brooklyn on the no. Well, you played Brooklyn two more times. Jesus, play them forever. Uh, versus home against Miami tonight. Win. Easy win. <laughs> L. Okay. Win. Uh, versus Philadelphia Sunday. Win. It's a matinee game. It's a matinee game or... at home. Ooh, that's a We've loss. been doing Sorry. terrible at those. All right. Sorry, y'all. That's a loss. <laughs> I also think it's a loss. Uh, Wednesday, we're at Philly. That's a win. I'm saying 0-3. Uh, next Two. Friday, we're at Phoenix. That's a win. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> take it take it <laughs> your optimism is astounding it i like I, I like our odds i like it quentin grimes is gonna lock up chris paul did you see how much chris stress you playing. just put joey through when you gave him that answer chris paul is out for like three four weeks what do you mean oh his finger right yeah oh, so you're definitely winning then see see devin booker's gonna get fucking oh you're right us. devin booker <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Did I you forget? Uh, I forgot still about the guy that made the finals last year. Listen, Bert was on All Star break too, man. Give him, a, give him a, yo, still a win though. Uh, I don't care. All right, here I got I got our first two wins out of this lineup at the Clippers and then at Sacramento. It's it's back to back though. It's kind of win rough. win easy. Yeah, those are easy wins. Okay, I'm saying we're two I'm, and four. You're saying we're laughing. five and one. Five and one. That's right. You gotta love Bert. You gotta love Bert. at Dallas. Wait, oh, who was the, wait, wait. Who was the loss you gave us? Uh, Philly at home matinee game. Oh, so we beat them once. We're back to back with them. We beat them the second yeah. game. That's my that's my prediction. Oh, I like it. Yeah, uh, at Dallas, you're saying win. I'll actually oh, say yeah. we've actually had success against Dallas. I guess they yeah, they're, they're garbage, bro. They only have what do they have? Luca? Come on, we're three and four. Uh, at, at Memphis, Ooh, that's a tough one. Edwards did not get hurt last night, huh? I saw he I saw he got hurt. Nah, but uh, he came back, huh? Came back in the fourth, yeah. They're pro- that's probably a loss. Also, that's, that's Minnesota, not Memphis. Oh, wait, what? Anthony I'm Edwards? Gonna... It was. In... Oh, you mean John Morant? John Morant got oh. hurt and came back. Yeah. Excuse me. So wait. Oh God, what am I confused about then? I'm putting John Morant is on Memphis. Right? You just combined John Morant, Anthony Edwards into one oh. person, and then Memphis and Minnesota, who both start with M, into one. That's team. why. See, <laughs> yikes! Terrible. Small uh, market teams, not important. For real, that's what it is. Flyover country. Uh, wait, wait. So Memphis, 
John Morant. I just want I just want to point out plus. that Philly, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven of these games in a row are on the road. Yeah, that's fine. I don't know. Road, home, it doesn't matter. I mean, we play way better on the road. We play way better on the road. Yeah, there's way less everywhere. That's Knicks true. Everywhere. Also, they're way less mean when you uh, go to see them elsewhere. Apparently. Yeah. No, I could. I could so Memphis, that. probably a loss. Probably a loss. Is that your second loss you have out of this home? This yeah, it's my second loss. Philly, okay. Philly matinee game in Memphis. So I'm saying we're losing to Memphis. I'm saying we're beating Brooklyn. So I have us going three and six, and you have us going. And you call me a homer. You call me a homer, and you're gonna say we're gonna beat Brooklyn. All right. If Kevin All Durant's right. not playing still, and Kyrie Irving, can't I agree. Play yet and Ben Simmons. Ben, I mean, Ben Simmons has a yeah, we'll beat them. So Yo, speaking to... of, did you, you, you watch the game last night, the Boston, Boston Nets game? No, I was, I told you I was watching the Cavaliers Pistons that I went to college. It was a wet toilet paper convention. The defense, most the college Nets, basketball is like that too. <laughs> non-existent defense was non-existent. I would be worried if I was a Nets fan. Cause that is atrocious. Well, the Nets whole thing was that they were meant to outscore everyone with Kyrie. Yeah, but... KD and Harden, and now it's going to be Kyrie, KD, and Ben Simmons, who is way better on defense, but they still have to but fucking play. They have to play, right. I'm not with it. So, yeah, you're right. So, so what'd you say? What'd you say? Three We're, and six. Oh, geez. And what did I, I think say? you said seven and two? Seven and two. I like mine better, actually. So, I, I want you to be right. Don't, don't get it twisted. I want, I want to be you right to be too. so right. And I want to be so wrong. You know what they say? You got to manifest. Manifest. Yeah, yeah. That's why so I am manifesting my FanDuel parlays. Now I'll try to manifest it. the Knicks winning or losing. That's I've had it. success betting against my favorite college basketball team twice in a row. So it's pretty sad that I have to do that. But that most sad. teams I cheer for suck. So, like, it is what it is. So what do you think? So Miami tonight, you think that's a loss? Big L. We lose to Miami oh. all the time. So, so we're overdue for Miami. Them? Miami has a better version of our team. Bam is better than I mean, Mitch. Stop, Butler's stop, better stop, than RJ. Stop, stop, stop. I'm going to watch it live tonight. I'm going to watch it live tonight. I don't need to. We all are. I don't need to get a pre a pregame misery session going. <laughs> Spolstra is better than Thibodeau. No, stop. Hey, hey, hey. I wouldn't even say that. Get me out of here. Get me out of no, here. Give, yeah, you give, would. Don't give don't. Thibodeau, Dwayne Wade, LeBron James, and Chris Bosh. In their primes, and 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 I'll show you a championship team. Get Dude, Spolstra here. brought the fucking team to the finals two years ago with Jimmy Butler as his best player, and then Bam half playing. That's impressive. That's an impressive coaching job. He Wasn't runs a the great bubble? motion option. Wasn't that yeah. the bubble? Yeah. Get yeah. Out of here. Runs Get a out great here motion that. offense. All right. Motion offense is like is like the very basics. Like just you say a- that, but we don't move. We don't. We don't run a. Mo- we run. A, we run a read and react. Offense, we right? run a ISO, read, give the ball to Randall read, and hope for the best offense. I can't react. wait for Derrick Rose to come back. That's the yeah. offense we run. Yeah. We run the oh. I hope Derrick Rose comes back before we're eliminated from playoff contention offense. That's exactly right. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, I hope his knees can take it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. If he fucking plays in the next two games and the first game back, he plays over 40 35 minutes. minutes. I'm going to fucking 40 minutes. Live. <laughs> nuts. Oh, shoot, Joe. All right. All right. East Coast number one challenge coin manufacturer, home of challenge coins, lapels, pins, patches, keychains, bottle openers, and more. Mention our podcast, Big Nick Energy V, email for 5% purchases. Once again, that's at jointheempire.com. Also, check out Brothers Ravioli. They just opened a brand new spot. It's in Howard Beach still. The new one's at 158 14 Cross Bay Boulevard in Queens, New York, home of the big ass subs. Big ass subs. Chicken parm subs. They got all subs. Bert, you also are working on some new stuff. What are you working on? 
Yep, I'm Big Nick Burt. You can see me on YouTube at Big Nick Burt, or I'm on Reddit, General Commander Burt, and Twitter and Instagram, Big Nick Burt. I am working on a historical fiction piece right now, going back to MSG all the way up into modern times. It's going to be a weird retelling of Walt Clyde Frazier and Walter Zerbiak. So that's going to be coming out early March. And uh, otherwise, I just update you know, every other day, sometimes I do pregame, postgame. Me and my wife just did a dunk contest live stream where we were rating it. Uh, most things Nick's, you know, that's that's all I'm about. So check me out there. Big Nick Burt. Burr has a fan in Monica McNutt, and he'll have a fan in you too. So check out that shit. Let's go, Nick's. Don't Let's lose every Knicks. game. Peace. Yes.